What up, this is your boy DJ EFN. You might know me as a drink champ, but first and foremost, I'm a proud father. I linked up with two of my other dad homies, Manny Digital and KGB, to start the Fatherhoods podcast. Each week, we bring you insider hip-hop stories, parenting, and advice and therapy. The saying is true, it takes a village, and we humorously serve as each other's trusted counsel in figuring out how not to screw up being a good dad. The Fatherhood Podcast. Fatherhood Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diapers. No? How you guys feeling, man? Nobody wants What's to up? jump in? What's up? What's up, guys? E, you stress, bro. Another, another stressful week? Yeah, man. Life is stressful. Kids-wise or just stressful in general? week? <laughs> nah, nah. I mean, it's just, just stressful, bro. I just right. think that anybody who's not stressed when they have children, when they, you know, between single and then having children, if it's not that different type of stress isn't more stressful than regular stress, then something's wrong with you. I think personally, I can uh, yeah I can I can relate. Does that make any sense? I don't even make. If you're sense. not if you have kids and you're not stressed, there's something wrong with you. Right. I mean, we're all like everybody's stressed, single or yeah. you know with kids. But I just think it's a different level of stress when you have kids. Yeah, agree. Like nothing can nothing specifically has to stress you to just be stressed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a lay it's a it's an extra layer of responsibility that and var- variabilities. Yeah. Did I say that correctly? Yeah, variabilities. Variables. Eso mismo. Huh. <laughs> it, it's those variables that to me are stressful. I show I showed this to Rec the other day. You see this? Listen, man, leave your private life out of this, man. <laughs> My, my, no, my uh, my mom gave one of those to my daughter. She it's, loved it. It's I a think teething, it's the same exact fucking one. It's a teething toy, bro. But yeah, I you know I just fucking twirl around and it helps with the stress. Believe it or not, I know, bro. I know you don't believe in my methods, kid. And you're always fucking Debbie Downering my methods. You're a guy wearing sleeveless shirts right now, bro. I don't hey, believe in your methods. Not only is it sleeveless, but it's CHP. All right, go you do your homework. It. And that's like the original joints. Of course, I only do originals. What's wrong OG with you? logo. Right. Yo, can I say real quick? So my um, summer's here, so the kids are all out of school, right? Everybody's at home now. Mm-hmm. And my wife has been going back to work more often these days than previous. Like, she'll do like one or two days usually. She's doing like four, you know, four days straight sometimes. Right. And so it's kind of the perfect storm. Like, the kids dropped off of school. And then the transition into her going four days the first week when the kids are home happened. Son, talk about stress, bro. Like, that thing that you always talking about, E, where you can't find a moment to, like, actually do any work. Mm-hmm. Four days straight of that shit. And when she got the day off, bro, yo, I was kissing her hand and feet. Like, please don't go back. I just need to get rich so we never have to do this again. Yo, it hurt, bro. It was tough. Yeah, it was crazy, man. And this, to your point earlier, it's not like the kids are going, you know, animalistic or anything. It's just like having to uh, to tend to three kids, eat diff- they want to eat different things, they want to do different things. So at, at a certain point, I was just like, all right, I'm going to stop. I'm not going to do any work, and we're going to go jump in the pool. We're going to try to tire them out and be present because it, then I find myself doing like a whole day's worth of, no, but wait a minute. No, but let me do this. No, but let me do that. And then... It, the whole day goes by and you're still stressed out. So I want the answers. How do these wealthy people who fucking have nannies who are fucking 
CEOs of billion dollar corporations jet setting around the fucking world. How does it seem that their fucking kids grow up to be semi-normal and love their fucking parents? I think it's just adaptability. I mean, if that's what the kids are used to, I mean, that's relative that is relative to their life, right? So, I mean, if they're if they're just used to their parents, I guess, jet setting or not being around or these other people in their lives, I mean, that's just their reality. And and my guess is they don't know any different. And then the flip is they don't know what they're they don't know what they've missed potentially missed out on. Right. I get I get that part. It's adaptability. I get it. But then now the flip is the parent. Like how did like how do they like not feel some kind of way? Like I'm telling you right now, there'd be times where I just be like, fuck everything, bro. Fuck it. Let's all let's put a monkey wrench in this whole shit. I'm gonna be with my kids 24-7. We'll be poor. We'll live in a fucking trailer in the middle of the woods. But we'll be happy and we'll be together. But I'm like, that's not really. Realistic. <laughs> it's not helping anybody, really. <laughs> right. Yeah, I mean, it's my it's the constant struggle for me. Like, it's a question I ask all the time, and I've been exactly where you just described. Recently, it's like, yo, just fuck it. Like, is it is it worth it? What I'm, what am I? What's the trade off? And I'm always thinking about the future. Like, how fucked up are my kids gonna be if I consistently don't show up? Or be around because I'm hyper focused on work. And it's not only, I mean, it's not only about, you know, the kids going to be fucked up, but I guess, you know, it's just everyone is different. Like there's some, some folks that I think for us, we are, we know the value in personally for us wanting to spend as much time with our families and kids, right? That's something that we, collectively value for some folks you know there's a maybe a a small amount of time is good enough for them and their priorities are different or they feel they just have a different outlook on like yo i'm providing x y and z for the family that's my job i get a little bit of time uh, to kick it with them and that's that's good you know that's that's how I want to live my life that way. Are we fooling what's, ourselves? What, what's what's right or wrong? Probably, but you know, it's it's again, it's just everyone is going to see this differently. But, but are we fooling ourselves? Because we talk about providing a lot, right? And we, mm-hmm. it, it, I mean, it's a it's a priority. We have to provide, right? Our, our if our ladies work, that's also part of their job as you know as as parents too. But if it came to it, right, and e, you think of this, we, I'm sure, Kay, you, I don't think you've mentioned it, but we ought to kind of think about it. Like, you know, if you had to quit your job or whatever the, the work is you do, and you said, fuck it, let's, like, what is that really, how, how far are you willing to take it where you sacrifice the financial aspect that you know right now? Not to say that you'll end up being poor and under a bridge, but, like, you have to, completely change what you do and you have no idea what that is in order to survive for the sake of and the sanctity of your household you're you're going to trade it for a different type of stress is basically what what it boils down to you know what i what i i love and i say this sarcastically what i love is the people that uh and usually they're religious people and i 
I had someone yesterday tell me this, but they tell me this all the time. <coughs> Excuse me. They're like, just, just do whatever happens. You know, the opportunities will, you know, like, like the way will be shown to you. You know, like if, if you got to stop doing this, don't worry. Even if you don't have a plan, the opportunities will, it's like, I get it. And, and in some aspects, I believe in that. Okay. But when you, this is the thing, when you have kids and this is the stress that I'm talking about, like the, un, the, it's not the, like the regular stress. It's just the stress of the variables. When you have a family and you're looking at, okay, I got to make sure at the very least I maintain a, a, a status quo of living for these kids to, to, to give them the best opportunities for them to have healthy adult lives up until 18 years old at the very least. You, that's a stress just to think like, okay, like you can't just be like, Oh yeah. Like I'm going to stop doing this. And then the secret is going to happen. And Moses will come down and he will tell me what to do. Is that how the religious people talk in your mind? <laughs> oh, don't even mention Moses. I don't know why I, poor Moses is like, yeah, what did I do? <laughs> <laughs> um, I was just I, before you jumped on before you started recording. I was just telling Kay like, um, so I, we were talking to an investor for Fly Dad the other day, and in my head I had like, all right, we have to take Fly Dad to a two million dollar company before Paulina and I can start taking a salary from the company, and, and that's not not based on any real information other than. I just did a percentage and I was like, all right, I think we can live comf relatively comfortably as a percentage of a $2 million company and still be able to have sufficient dollars to keep the company flowing. Right. Um, and, and then I, we talked to this investor and I told him that I was like, look, my goal is to as fast as we can get to 2 million so that we can take a salary from the company. And he's like, all right, let's, let's do the math on that. And I was like, fuck, what is because, you know, uh, an investor, that's their thing. Math is their thing. And that's not my thing. So I'm like, all right, I'm already, I'm already down one over here. So he walks us through it. And basically at the end of the game, it's like a two to three year. If we're, if we're hitting like every quarter, we're doubling, we're doing amazing. It's going to take like two, three years before we can get to that number. Or, well, to a number that's satisfactory for us to take a salary. And when he said that shit, I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to get a, a job. Like I have to get a job where I can still keep going with Fly Dad, but support the fam. To back to our original conversation, like that stressor, my my back is all fucked up right now because that's where I wear my stress. So this week I couldn't even move because I pulled it doing some dumb shit, and it's all that. It's the accumulation of like, all right, how are we gonna get to a sustainable place while still nurturing and growing this, you know, this business that I love. So that's where we are in this grand old life of ours. You don't give a We're fuck. Fucked. You don't give yeah. a fuck, bro. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's definitely a trade off. Listen, if you're not getting in three years of fly dad gear, me and a uh, K's cut ain't getting no shit. <laughs> <laughs> We're relying on you, bro, to relieve the stress off of us. No, that's happening. It'll it'll take a little bit, but it's happening, bro. The the feedback on Fly Dad, bro, is like every day the battery's on my back because every day we'll get a review from somebody or somebody comments, 
And I'm still like sounds it, like fatherhood. <laughs> that's a very the good point. are amazing. Our, our multi-million dollar <laughs> empire here we've built. That is a very, shout out to y'all, by the way, listeners. Because haphazardly we get a comment here and there, like, yo, you don't know how dope, whatever. Like, like we're we're I don't even like to say it this way, but like we're affecting people's lives in a positive way. And I don't think that was our necessarily our, our thinking when we started. It was kind of just like, hopefully this resonates with some people. Do something relatable to people. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But like, we're Those getting like, folks. like people are like, holy shit. Like, thank you. You know? And, and, and that's, that's dope. But it's similar with fly dad, bro. Like we're getting the same kind of feedback and, and it's meaningful because now people are spreading that message to many other people organically. So I'm just I'm I'm grateful, but we got shit to figure out. Yeah. But the bag still doesn't come with condoms, right? Not yet. No, that's gonna be phase three. <laughs> <laughs> Any stories? Any, Any Summer, updates? Su- summer's fucking me, bro. I can't wait till school starts so these kids all go to school. <laughs> we got the pool, right? Yeah, we got the pool. That's where they are right now, as a matter of fact. In the fucking pool. Do you get stressed about that? Are you are you guys paranoid about leaving them I don't leave my daughter unsupervised at all? No, I don't do that. Hundred percent. I mean, I know I know the older daughter is out there. I'm I I I care uh I worry less with her and my son because they're both really good swimmers. Yeah. My youngest, we don't fuck around. Even with a floaty, I'm still like, mm, nah, yeah. st- we still have to be there. Um, but I'm, but even with the two older ones, I'm still like, yo, what if one catches a cramp and they're right in the middle of the pool and they can't get to where they need to go? Like, it's happened to me. I've had cramps in the water trying to move around. So I'm like, nah, we t- we try to, at a minimum, we'll like fake it like they're by themselves. But we're like right there, like two steps, and we're in the water. Okay. You got the joint around the pool. The fence. Nah. Yeah. Oh, we got we got an ugly ass big one that we came with the crib, and I'm like that shit's up all the time. Not That's like regulation for Florida, right? If you have, like you have to have it. I don't no? think so. I, don't oh. think so. I, I think you just have to have a fence around the property, enclosing. Yeah, the pool. yeah, I think that. That's but, here um, in New York. You have to do that. Hmm. Uh. But yeah, it's it, it's scary, man. Like I want to make sure I take my daughter to swimming lessons. The other day, um, I don't know if I ever told you guys this. This happened like a month ago. She's she decided she wants to take her floaties off because she's brave now, and she wants to hold uh another bigger floaty. Just hold it. But I'm there with her, so I'm like, all right, cool. I'll let you do that. And then I was drinking something, and I was like. With her, she's holding the floaty. I'm holding the floaty, but I'm, she's right next to me, and I'm put my drink back on the side of the pool. In that instant that I turn around, she let go, and I'm seeing her slowly go underwater. Oh shit! And, and the fear in her Bro. eyes, like, and I'm like, what? It was like slow motion. I was like, ah, and I fucking like took her, I was like, you know, and, and I'm like, what the fuck just happened, bro? Like, that's that's how quick it could happen. And it all, yeah, it looks like slow-mo when those things happen. Bro, that shit was slow. It was like, yo, I mean, I'm sure it was all one second, but. Yeah. Like, I turn and she's just like, like, just floating underwater, like the Nirvana picture, like, 
I'm like, oh my god. So was she freaked out afterwards, or was she shake it off? She shook it off pretty quickly. Did she? Because I got she, her out pretty quickly. Did she and get she, to and drink? She just recently, huh? Did she get to drink water or no? Well, that's the thing. That's what my main fear is. But she's learned. You know, I emphasize a lot early on to hold her breath. Oh, okay. And it seems like she did that well enough. But um, that's another thing that scares me too. You know that whole dry drowning thing? Yeah, yeah. That scares the crap out of me too, because you, that you don't really know. Right, you take in all the you take in the water, but then. Right. Yeah, my, my wife used to get freaked out about that when my son first started going into pools. But your son, your son can handle his his own now. Bro, it's, it's fucking surfing. Oh, that's right. I forgot. You fucking you got a dude, dude. but he's taking we got him taking swim lessons also though there's like a like a community pool center not too far away that you can sign up for lessons and um he originally went to sign up for like the like the swim like a swim team type thing but he was a little bit out of his league there i mean he, he he's good in the water but it has no form or anything like that so it's kind of tough watching him do that because he was like the the worst one there doing it (laughs) and the coach was like he's like yo you know i can see that you're putting in the most effort out of everyone you know and you're finishing through but like in order to swim you don't have to swim hard you just got to swim smart (laughs) otherwise you're going to be white i mean that was the most white that i've ever seen him afterwards and then he was you know i could tell he felt bad about himself because he usually likes to like go hard and and do a good job i mean he did a great job considering he didn't really know forms or whatever you know first he was like the coach like you can be on the swim team if you want um but you know you're probably going to be like the worst one on the team as long as you're (laughs) as long as you're as long as you're okay to I don't Ride know. If, I bench. can't remember if the coach told him that, or I think we told him that. Like, yo, okay. you want, you're going to be the <laughs> you're going to be the worst one on the team. And at first, he was like, "Okay, I'm going to do that." And then we convinced him, like, "Yo, dude, why don't you just take these lessons? Go into this, take these lessons instead, so that you can you don't have that pressure of like, you know, you could actually ask questions and learn as opposed to all of a sudden put the pressure on to, you know, be the worst on a team." to try to get better mm. so he's been yeah he's been taking these these lessons get we, that form right we yeah e you don't have somebody that you can hire to come to your crib and do the lessons i mean i'm sure I oh you could. haven't looked into it no no I, I haven't looked into it i mean we people have told us that they know someone they know someone but there's actually a spot that's close to us that's specifically for kids an indoor pool heated and oh, okay. i hear great things it's like down the street from us um, and that's where I want to take her. I just want her to be a little bit, maybe just a little bit older. Maybe, I don't know, a couple months more older. I don't know. Because this was about like last year that I was thinking about it. So she's almost ready, I think, for that. Got it. Because we, we have somebody that comes to our house. And she does a hell of a job. Like 45 minutes, a couple times a week. Flossing. Really? No, no, it's cheap. It's cheap. It's like twenty bucks every time she comes. It ain't, it What's ain't crazy. the technique? I'm interested in to see how do you teach. Oh, crazy thing! How do you teach a kid that doesn't know how to swim to swim? It's it's very game related. That's what I've noticed. Like it's a lot of like, and I'm sure there's a a method that they go by. But I, with my five year old, I notice it's like, 
all right, let's play this game now. And then it ends up being like kicking her feet for a while or, you know, holding. And she listens very well to this person? When we're around, she doesn't. So we stay inside and let her do her thing. But that yeah. might be it. So no I, tried, one... I, I tried to take we tried to take my son when he was younger to like swim lessons and he hated it. He was not having it. He just wanted to figure it out. Like just we had to figure it out on his own. He knew how to swim eventually, but he didn't know the techniques of you know, you don't have to exert a bunch of right. energy to move around. From one week to the next, my daughter so my daughter was deathly afraid of water. Like she, she wouldn't be ballsy enough to like go far into the pool. Right. You know, after the first week of her, her training, she don't want to wear a floaty. She's like, no, I'm just going to go. Yo, she'd be holding onto the sides of yeah. the, of the pool, trying to go around the whole thing. I'm like, nah, you're going way too fast. Chill the fuck out. <laughs> and she gets mad, but she ain't ready. <clears throat> Dude. So. A friend of my girl's who has a kid that's either the same age or younger than Emmy, maybe, um, came to the pool. This was actually a while ago already. And her daughter was like jumping into the pool with no floaty, underwater, coming up, you know. And I'm like, what the? And and the mom, you could tell, like their method is more like more hardcore, like. Probably just threw her in the water. I mean, I don't know. You know, that's what they did to me. My uncle, in my mind, I don't even know if it's a legit. That's what I remember, but it might. I might have made that up. And cool. But I feel like no man in L.A. (laughs) at the YMCA pool. I feel like my my uncle. He just my memories that he just pushed you in. But I don't know. Whatever. And you came up um, like a fish, or were you fucked up? No, I ended up being a good swimmer. I mean, I don't know because of that, but right, I ended up good. But anyway, so. She, she, yeah, the, that mom seemed like a lot more hardcore about like, just, yeah, like, you know, just like more nonchalant, not caring, not all on top of her daughter. Like, yeah, she knows how to swim. She does her thing. And then that day she got Emmy who wasn't walk, who wasn't venturing out of like into the pool because she was just staying in the little shallow area to do the whole hand thing around the whole entire pool and taught her to like, that's where you go in case of any trouble get yourself there and like she was like teaching her like showing with her daughter like they'll be on a floaty away from the edge go make it make it to the edge and then uh, bomb and gets to the and and she taught my daughter that and then my daughter kind of like lost that already but i was you know i'm like oh man i guess this is how someone teaches kids and my daughter does really good with seeing other kids that's why i want to take her to that place because if she sees other kids in her same age group doing something she's more likely to follow suit. It's great. Good. I mean, I'm always a big fan of like teaching kids offense, like especially in dangerous situations, like the stairs. I was always like, all right, as early as we can, let's teach them how to go up and down the stairs. So God forbid they're on their own. Cause these kids fucking run away from you. You don't know what's going on. At least they have a way to defend themselves. Same shit with the pool, especially if you own one of them shits, God forbid some crazy shit goes down. Mm. Yep. And the gun range. And the gun range. Very important. <laughs> <laughs> so y'all not doing... What are you doing for vacation, Kay? Anything? Mm, not particularly right now. Maybe maybe as uh, maybe in August, around my son's birthday time, we might go do something. But probably just... Probably stay local. 
Yeah. I mean, maybe like drive somewhere and go do something. I don't know. I mean, you just keep, it's like every day it's feels like, all right, things are normal and there's indoor dining and all this shit again. And then now you start reading about, okay, Delta variant, Delta variant rising, you know, infecting young kids now. And Oh my God. So yeah. I, my wife read something the other day where um, they're saying it's likely that people that get the vaccine won't even need, won't need a booster in their lifetime. A booster of what? So they were talking when you get the vaccine that. But then that was a different a news a, a week ago. They were saying, <laughs> you, needed, you know what I mean? It's just like. Yo, when I, when she told me that, I was like, yo, they're really trying to get people that. Explain the booster shit. So if you, they, they've been saying like, we don't know, right? You get the vaccine, you may be good for six months, nine months, years. Who knows? They, they don't know how long the effects will last to, to keep you inoculated. Um, and the, the likelihood of having to get a, another shot to boost the previous That's one. That's the booster, okay. Right, was likely. So it's kind of like the, vac- the flu vaccine. Every year you have to get one. Sim concept. But now they came out with some, I think it was in People Magazine, they came out with some shit saying, now we think maybe there's no need for one. They don't know nothing, bro. I'm like, all right, it's one, like, give people the option, right? If they want to take the vaccine, cool. If not, you got to respect it, right? But, like, this kind of shit is like, to me, it's like propaganda. It's like, all right, let's try to convince as many people with That's the problem with the vaccine rollout to me is the propaganda feel of it that, that makes it, like... I don't know. It's, it, to me, it just it turns me off to it. I, I mean, how how else would you? I think no matter how you push it, it's gonna come off that way. I don't know, man. Because you could say like this, you know, you got like here in New York, they got the um. Like I guess the, it's hard because you don't have the hard like you don't have solid data. You don't have years of data and scientific yeah. evidence about. So a lot of it is a guessing game. Like, yeah, scientifically one week it feels like x y and z works but then you get a different report later on down the line so then it becomes the propaganda push to like make it happen and then you'll have like the random ig tv clip that someone posts of some like holistic uh cure dude that's talking about like and then they talk very articulately about the virus and about viral infections and about how they work and the proteins and all this stuff. And this one that I just saw, I just clicked on like, Oh man, why did I even look at this? And it was a dude and he, yo, you listen to him and he, it sounds like the dude knows exactly what he's talking about. Seems super intelligent on this matter and well-schooled. And he's saying basically that if you got the vaccine, not only did you not really vaccinate yourself, you infected yourself with more of a problem and now you've become more infectious and you're giving off this protein that otherwise wouldn't have been created you know uh, oh they're talking about the viral shedding uh i was gonna say um what the fuck man uh conspiracy theory alert like uh, yeah uh and yeah and then you're gonna spread it to the people who don't who didn't take the vaccine who are fine right actually because this this person's claiming that covid is harmless to people right bueno. that it's actually harmless that there's a specific protein that's 
created that's what the problem and that if you have some uh history whatever like uh what's it called uh, already health Pre- problems pre-existing uh-huh. conditions pre-existing health problems that's this protein something 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 and that's what's the problem but otherwise covid is not really that bad and if you look at the numbers of death compared to flu and compared to this compared to that covid alone wasn't the really the problem so they're saying that the vaccine is now injecting it creating this problem that's creating the protein that that was the real nuisance and now it's infectious and it's airborne and if you're not vaccinated you're getting it from the vaccinated people and yeah yeah, I don't know, bro. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. But this is the problem that we have right yeah, now yeah, in yeah. society. Yeah. That everybody has the fucking internet. Everybody has social media. And then all you got to do is sound semi-fucking smart. Yeah. Never mind the dickhead that just has a podcast. It's like, hey, man, you know, and talks crazy conspiracy. Yeah, that person's easy to say, ah, that guy's a fucking quack. Right. But when you got a fucking, you know, like a elder statesman talking like, the B protein with the Z protein. And what they're not telling you is that, that this protein, when, when the viral infection and in 1972, <laughs> and, you know, and they're fucking talking about all these studies and you're like, fuck bro. He knows. Yo, he you, knows. Got, you got, you got to do drink champs in that voice. <laughs> oh, well tell us Jay Z. <laughs> well, here's the, the voice you did the intro in. <laughs> here's what I'm getting, getting suspect about is when, is when, because this eventually will probably happen, is when schools are going to require the kids to get vaccinated. Yeah. It's going to be World uh, War Three. Yeah. I mean, what? It, it's 12 and up at this point now can get it. Did your did your oldest daughter? She just got it, the man? second one. Really? Saturday? Friday? And she's she was fine. Pfizer. Team Pfizer over here. Now, was that a decision that I mean, did you tell her you got to get it or was it something she wanted to do? Yeah, we w- we wouldn't have imposed it on her. But, I mean, the reality is because we did it, I feel like she found it like she she should. I think we influenced her. Um, but it was completely up to her. And she felt really good about doing it. She, fe- she looked at it, I think, like most of us do, as like one step, one shield closer to being able to combat this shit and not potentially feel you know the adverse effects of covid like that's how she, she was thinking you never about got it you said covid or the you, none of you guys got it right no no, no. We, didn't get the, we didn't get it i was close because i was exposed to somebody but now what if they say you know in three weeks that it's like okay children four and up are now able to get it whoa, whoa. What are you guys thinking? We've talked about it. Uh, we're still on the yeah, fence. I'm still not in there, so yeah, we're still we're still on the fence. I my guess is we probably would not, and kind of let nature take its course, only because the stats have shown like you know the the chances of them dying from it are a lot less. But I also look at it like the more people that are vaccinated, the least likely those people are to catch it, and then it kind of keeps going down and eats away at the ones that don't have it. That's how I look at it. So at that point, I think younger kids will start to have more cases come up because there's which less, is which is which is happening now. Is that what's happening? Yeah, I haven't paid yeah. attention to it. Yeah. How young? How young is it going? Do you know? Uh, I don't know, but I but it's definitely younger, especially with the variant. The variance is a really small percentage, but it's 
growing pretty fast, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Bro, it's never ending. That's the yeah. thing. It's never ending. And then I'm assuming, does the vaccine help with the variant? Depends. They depends which does. week and who you talk right. to. It's <laughs> basically what it, what it, what it boiled. Because, you know, I read last month that there was like Pfizer, Moderna had couldn't didn't didn't necessarily stand hold up against the variant and then now yesterday i read that oh it gives 95 percent efficacy against the variant and that wasn't the case pre so i who, who the hell knows man i mean the reality is nobody fucking knows like yeah it's there's not enough time passed with this shit in people's bodies to even really tell and and this is the other thing that i think is ridiculous about the way I, everything the the whole being skeptical has to do with the way that our government has handled it i think across the board well yeah it's been totally politicized like if you yeah you know one if someone from one side says something as a like hey try this or try this then it's like if you even give it any kind of validity and you're from the other side it means you're a traitor you know it's just right. stupid I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, sorry. No, no. <laughs> okay. All I know is that this shit just doesn't make any fucking sense and it changes all the fucking time. And, and Yeah. Man, so I, I wanted to share. So we were talking about this case earlier. So my family and I, and E, you know this, are taking a road trip for our vacation. So this I just whole... remember, but go ahead. Sorry. Yes. Yeah, oh, you were... go ahead. You finish because... I don't know where I'm going uh, with mine. I, I was gonna say the the thing that makes sorry, Manny, for interrupting, but the thing that makes the least sense to me that's it's just, it's just like a, a head scratcher is the whole thing was like okay, um, you know, pushing the vaccine, but then then opening up and saying okay, if you're if you're vaccinated, you don't have to wear a mask, and if you're not, you do. But then it's on a honor system. Like what dumb ass shit yeah. is that, bro? Yeah. yeah but- but the new news is now everyone should continue to wear a mask. Right. No, it's changed, and it's from city to city. So, so there's a there's a I don't know if it's a study. I mean, I'm assuming it's kind of a study or it's a side by side. Supposedly, uh, I think it's Chile or El Salvador. I think it's Chile. Chile is almost fully vaccinated, but their uh, their COVID rate is still going up. Uh, Israel is almost is pretty much fully vaccinated. But theirs is staying down. And mm-hmm. the difference between the two is Chile, and I believe it's Chile. I might be wrong. They opened up. Like, they they know, you know, you could take your face mask off. You can, you know, the, the six feet apart. Like, they started loosening up all those restrictions. Where Israel maintained the, the border lock, you know, the flights coming in, you know, like, everybody had to be screened. The mask had to stay on. They kept all the restrictions while vaccinating their entire population. Now they're but, but their but their population is Small. almost fully vaccinated, but now their rates are going up because of the variant now. Is yeah, it in Israel? Yeah. You saw that about mm-hmm. Israel? Mm-hmm. Oh well fuck everything. <laughs> within, <laughs> within the hour of talking, shit changed already, bro. Like <laughs> come on. Uh, so <laughs> you, you were saying, man. <laughs> yeah, sorry, man. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. That was relevant. Uh no, I was saying so after the year and change that we've been locked up, right? Um we, we've been super conservative up until recent. And now that we got the vaccine, like we've opened up crazy. Like we're, we, we have, we've had, you guys pe- are Miami. Yeah. yeah well, <laughs> Miami. Nah, we can never be Miami. Miami's on a whole different like, level. Um, 
So we decided to go on vacation. We weren't going to fly because we still weren't comfortable, especially with the whole family taking a, fl- a flight. So we decided to drive. And our destination usually is Florida because we have a lot of family there. So for the kids, this was really just for them. It's for them to hang out with their cousins and be among family and all that. That was really the the whole goal. So we're driving down from New York to, to Miami. And we're going to kind of take it light, make a few stops. But we, we got like a surprise mo- mode of transportation that I'm not going to reveal yet. Because when this drops is the day we're actually starting our drive and family might get wind of what we're doing. So we don't really know what day we're going to land in Miami. That's kind of the fun part of it too cuz we're taking it easy, just stopping, kind of casual and um and the kids are geeked, but the kids asked us not to tell them what day we were leaving. They wanted us to wake them up kind of like earthquake style like, "Oh, get get up everybody, move, like get in the car." So, um we're going to figure out how we're going to do that but they're going to be like rattled and they don't know what stops we're making or anything so this is kind of like an adventure trip mm. so they're they're excited about it but every day they're like yo so tell us like what's the I'm like no motherfucker shut up we're gonna go through the motions like we said we were it's cool they got a surprise to look forward to yeah yeah they yeah and they kind of they're with it like they kind of right. told us to do what's some up? of that and um, so we got some surprises for them on the way. Um, but the first one is like, as soon as they wake up and get in the in the vehicle, they're gonna be like, "Oh shit, this is different," you know, than what we've expected. So it should be fun. We're I'm looking forward to it. Mad Max shit. I guess yeah, you could probably say that in these times. <laughs> you don't see the drive as going through a petri dish of different COVID variants throughout the. <laughs> Throughout the, the highway, throughout the states. Definitely, yes. You know what's funny? I, until you we'll said it right now. COVID. We'll try this COVID. <laughs> I didn't think about the hotel part of it because we have some hotels we're going to stay at. Um, and I didn't think about, like, yeah, we're exposed hmm. in those places now. So, whatever. Just do yeah, at some point, you got to roll the dice. It's like we're living in a weird delusional environment, guys. Let's just be real. 100%. We don't know what the fuck is going on. Just give me that fucking magic juice and let me pretend like everything's good. Yeah. Uh, That's what vodka's for. Speaking, actually, I have tequila waiting for me, so I'm going to have to jet because I have to go. I'm going to drink tequila and then I'm going to be a lifeguard in the pool. Nice. Perfect. Yeah. Yeah. I got to make moves. Save yourself, buddy. <laughs> Oh, that's why you're wearing the fucking sleeveless shirt. Yeah, I was outside. Pool day. It's pool day, baby. <laughs> Yo, you're a man of many voices. You should you should try them out on Drink Chefs. No, man. I'm going to do uh, cartoon voiceovers. That's my next gig. <laughs> Excellent. All right, guys. Take it easy, bros. Here. All right, buddies. Peaks out. All right, fellow bodies. Rio, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. Father to the child.